0: to captivate connect and convert your favorite brand strategy and marketing podcast i'm your host alexis underwood and it's my goal to help you stand out online connect with your dream clients effortlessly and convert your audience to loyal repeat clients you'll often catch me with decaf or kombucha in hand i'm an introvert but i love to connect in more intimate settings and if i'm not working you'll find me strolling target or hanging out with my kids in our tiny rv after growing a beautifully branded product-based business, I became known as the branding queen within my community, and now I'm the designer and owner of Alexis Underwood Design Studio, where I help my clients elevate their businesses with luxury branding and website design. I preach authenticity and strive to help my clients feel comfortable showing up as their true selves in their businesses and be seen as professionals and authorities in their industries. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur ready to uplevel your business, I want you to feel at home here. So these are the six biggest brand mistakes that I see a lot of small businesses making and how you can avoid them. Do not fall victim to these mistakes in branding that are sure to lose you clients and leave money on the table. Let's dive in. So the first one is going to be considering your logo, color palette, and fonts as your full brand. Complete brand identity is so much more than just a color palette, some fonts, and a creative logo. In fact, your branding is just a component of your brand and your logo, color palette and fonts are not even the only portions that create your branding. So a complete brand identity is designed with intentionality and strategy derived from the heart and roots of the business and with the ideal client in mind. It's the culmination of so many pieces tastefully and carefully assembled in an appealing and compelling way. At the foundation of successful brands, you'll find roots in the business owner, the mission of the business, ideal client preferences, and more. A logo, color palette, and fonts cannot tell a brand story, build a relationship with clients, uh, or strategically position a business amongst the competition. There are many other factors to consider, such as messaging, voice, brand positioning, and more. If you are currently in a position where you have your logo, color palette, and fonts, and you haven't really dived in much beyond that and you are currently saying okay so then what do i need to do your next steps are going to be diving into the foundations of your business understanding what your business values are what your business mission statement is uh, who your ideal client is and i'm talking like get deep and really do some soul searching about who you are within your business what's important for you to share about your business what the values are that your business uh can offer your ideal audience what that ideal audience profile would be like um you really have to answer a lot of those questions and then also look at your competition and i am a huge believer in community over competition i think there's plenty of room for all of us in the small business world however i think it's important for my clients to self-assess where they are within their industry uh, and where their competition is doing well, and where maybe they fill in the gaps and offer something unique that their competition maybe doesn't. Uh, so just kind of getting a feel for what uh, what their positioning is within their market and price point wise, value wise, all that kind of stuff. Um, who you are as a business owner and the story that you bring to the table and your experience is 100% completely unique to you and how you're able to share that is also part of your brand. So those are all components to take into consideration When you are creating content, when you are visually designing for your brand, all those things should be playing a role. And so um, if you are stopping at, hey, I've got my name in a cute font and I have five colors that I like to use on a regular basis, there's a whole lot more strategy that can um, be used to really send your message home and really start to connect with the people that you want to connect with and actually sell your business more. The next mistake is creating a brand based on current trends. Now, when brands are designed around trends, they're able to stand or they aren't able to stand out when compared with competitors. So the key to successful branding is to position a business apart from others like it. Uh, So when we are doing something trendy and everybody else is doing something trendy, you just kind of fall into the sea of other trendy businesses. And there's not really anything unique about you. It makes it very hard for somebody to decide to choose you over another business. Additionally, trends change very quickly and drastically. So a brand designed around a short-term trend will leave a business hurting and out of touch with its audience as soon as the trend changes. So incorporating some trending styles and design elements within your brand is totally fine, especially if that actually fits the heart and style of your business, but it must be done in alignment with a greater purpose than just to be trendy and in style for a time. Remember that you want your brand to last through your business. And so the goal of, you know, where do you see your business in five years? Do you see using your existing brand and your existing branding in the next five years? Or do you think that's going to become outdated? And so you're going to want to really consider that as you are continuing to develop your business brand, develop your visuals and things like that. You want something that's timeless. That's going to still feel relevant in five years when you have transitioned your $20,000 business into a seven figure business or, you know, whatever. The third mistake is using logos designed without strategy. Logos are incredible tools in your brand kit because you're able to tell your viewers a lot about your business very quickly, your business name, your style, and so much more. So additionally, your logo incorporates a lot of other components of your brand, like your fonts, your design elements and colors and all that kind of stuff. A well-designed logo will include essential components of your brand identity and help position your brand within your industry. It's also one of the leading ways that viewers will learn to recognize your business. So using logos that have been designed without strategy limits their effectiveness in building that brand, that brand recognition and familiarity. Um, not using or following brand guidelines would be the number four. What a brand does is just as important as what it doesn't do. And in both the visual and the verbal components of a brand, it's important to determine what's acceptable and what should be avoided. So without brand guidelines, your designs and brand voice will be more variable and your brand will be less recognizable to your audience. This affects cohesiveness and hinders brand familiarity and your audience's ability to trust your brand. In branding, consistency and predictability are valuable and brand guidelines help determine essential boundaries for your brand. So practical ways that you could make a self-assessment in this. Do you have, you know, some businesses love to swear. Is that on your list or is that off your list? Um, For my business, visually, I don't love organic shapes. Those very color blocky organic shapes. That's definitely a no-go. That's one of my like super obvious on my list, you know, visual no-nos. And for some people within their business, that very well may be their style and they may really want to stay away from anything pastel colored and watercolors and all that kind of stuff. These are really like loose descriptions here, but just to give you kind of a feel for, you know, are you really interested in calling people out, making people feel uncomfortable all the time, or do you not want to do that in your brand? And you just want to make people feel really comfortable all the time and not challenge them, not give them that, um, emotional strain essentially, um, when you are posting content. Those are some ways that you might establish brand guidelines and topics that you might consider when you're kind of laying those foundations for where you're going to stay in, uh, what what boundaries you're going to stay in with your branding. So investing in marketing without branding is number five, and I'm sorry, people, because I know that I've done this myself in the very early years of my previous business, and I know that this is something that a lot of people struggle with: is they want to invest in marketing because they want to get their content out there and they want people to buy from them. However, You can talk to somebody all day long, but if you're not speaking their language, it's not going to be effective. So a marketing strategy only works successfully when you're speaking the right language and sending the right message to the audience that you're actually reaching out to. Your marketing strategy is the reaching out part and your branding is going to affect your content and what kind of visuals you're including and all that kind of stuff. Those are all key components of a marketing strategy and those are the branding components of that. So branding helps Build or helps a business build a connection with viewers and determines how a potential client is spoken to. Investing in marketing is wonderful, but having eyes on your business's content is not valuable if your content isn't speaking to the people that you want to be connecting with. A strong brand identity is the backbone of any strong marketing strategy. So if you are currently marketing your business and you feel like you are going nowhere and it just crickets, and you're talking to people all the time, and nobody seems to be biting. And you know that you have a valuable offer, and you have something great to share with people, but it's just not clicking. It might be that you're getting the visibility that you want with your marketing strategy. But the messaging and the content that's being shared and how it's being shared to somebody and how it's being received by your clients or the people that you want to be your clients, there's a disconnect in that section. And that's the brand component of that marketing. So if you feel like you're kind of a squeaky wheel, like I said, then it might be time to dive into your brand. The sixth point is not investing in professional branding. And when it comes to something so critical to the success of your business, it's best to let the experts help out. So whether you're financially limited and you want to DIY with some help and stay on a budget or you have a huge budget for professional branding, there are numerous ways you can work with an experienced brand strategist to ensure that your brand is actually helping you stand out telling your story, connecting with your audience and selling for you. I have personally designed an entire suite of ways that I can work with my clients so that I can meet them at any step of their journey, no matter what their budget is or where their business is or what their experience is this far. So if you're looking for more help developing a brand that's magnetizing and truly builds connection, captures your story and generates those sales, I would love to connect with you and I hope that you will find me on social media or on my website. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can go to www.alexisunderwood.com forward slash links to check out my services and apply to work with me one-on-one. Uh, you can also see my templates and courses that I have available. And I do have some very juicy free available for you there as well. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day and I will catch you in the next episode.